When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. And now, your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddie, Jeff Dye, and Freddie Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Friends, where we go over Survivor Series and the madness that ensues. With me, as always, is the great one, Mr. Jeff Dye, and this is Wrestling with Freddy. Mr. Jeff. What's up, buddy? Sun is in my eyes. I'm in a a pissed-off mood. I feel like a grumpy old man today. I like a fiery Freddy. I like a salty Freddy. Oh, we got a leak in the roof. Had work that needed to be done for over a week. I've let them know that I record up in the attic at 11 a.m. and that they need to stop work by 10.45. They knew this. Everybody knew it on the team. I reconfirmed it even yesterday, and I reconfirmed it this morning when they arrived. At 11 o'clock, Jeff, do you think they were done? Nope. No, they no, were sir. not. They were still no. hammering away. So I went outside and, and let them know that I needed to record. The man said he didn't speak English, so I let him know in Spanish. And then all of a sudden, he acted like he didn't know, speak that language either. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong move. He goes, wait, wait, well, this guy knows Spanish? Gosh, dang it. Yeah, he just suddenly played it real, real He's cool. like, that usually always works when I say I don't know English. Yeah, not, not today. And I went back inside, and these dudes still hadn't gotten off the roof. I come down again. I say, yo, if I, for real, if I have to come down again, that's a wrap on you guys. You, could, <laughs> you guys are going to go home. I go back inside and my man Jose is still on the roof hammering away. I come back out. I'm like, yo, are you for real right now? What did I just say? They go, Jose. And he says in Spanish, he goes, you might as well come down. And I go, might as, might as well. And before I could fire him, they were packing up their truck and getting ready to drive away. So they quit. They're fired anyway. And I apologize for my aggressive attitude today. If you guys could see me, I'm wearing my old man glasses. The sun's shining in my eyes. I look even grayer than normal because of it. And I feel like a grumpy old Clint Eastwood. Get off my, get off my lawn. We love it, dude. Heel friend. I told, I, I told, I told Jeff the story before. The, can I say what you said? Yeah, of course. 
I told Jeff the story before the show started, and his first response was, well, they're no longer in the LWO. They're out, dude. We got them. We, they're kicked out. It's a, we run a tight ship in the LWO. They're out. That's, That's it, kind man. of wrecked me, this whole show. It's good. That's the they only thing go. that brought me out of it, though. It brought me out of the anger. Survivor Series historically has always been. Well, I can't even. I can't even segue. <laughs> Speaking of the LWO, Santos versus Dragon Lee. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Okay, <laughs> the Survivor Series was back, sir, and it has historically been one of the better pay per views. I would say Mania, Royal Rumble, and Survivor Series are probably like the three top these days, and maybe since forever. This was a pretty damn good show and i and i don't even know if it was because of the addition of the two war games matches hunter triple h tells is really good at telling long-term storylines and we'll get into them in more detail but when people were in cages they were telling stories without even talking about crap that happened over a year ago and still holding grudges and they've really been able to pull that off at a high level. And I and I just want to shout that out real quick. But let's start the show. The women open the show with an awesome cage that's so big it fits around two rings and a siren signaling war games and fire shooting out of the turnbuckles as the cage is coming down. They made it look awesome. No pro wrestling organization does these types of things better than WWE. The spectacle that they're willing to invest in is, is as much as the wrestlers at times, sometimes more. And they did a great job with the opening. And this match has been about one singular force damage control that has evolved through injury and through addition. And they have a champion in EO sky and a mouthpiece in Bailey and a hench woman in in Asuka and Kyrie Sane, although she's so small, it's hard to see her as a as a violent like threat compared to the other women, especially when Bianca Belair's in there. It was damage control going against the good guys, which was Bianca Belair's team, which had Shotzi Blackheart, who I think really opened a lot of eyes in this match, Becky Lynch, who was tough guy Becky Lynch as always, and Charlotte Flair, who kind of owns her shit better than anybody owns their shit. Like she... She doesn't go outside of her lane, but when she's in her lane, she will drive as fast as she wants and she never wrecks. That's the best way I can kind of yeah, describe well her. And this match was awesome. I'm going to let, I'll let you get into it, Jeff, but I just want to say one thing. Eo Scott put a trash can over her head and jumped off the fucking ring into a bunch of women and it was awesome. And I don't care if you bleep the hell out of that. That's the only thing I can say when I see somebody do crazy ass stuff like that, man. She is awesome. I love her. She's the world champ and she rules. Take it away, Jeff. It was. I've been in a constant state of puzzlement since she jumped off the top of the cage wearing a trash can. I still have no idea if I like it or hate it. It was so confusing. <laughs> Took a while for that trash can to get up there. We need Dakota to work on her prop skills, even with the kendo stick part, a little clunky, but I liked the writing. And it was like, 
for her to put the trash can when she held it above her head, I was like, heck yeah, this is going to be great. But then when she put it over her body, I was like, wait a minute, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> uh, but it was fearless and awesome. And she executed this, the, like the splash by like turning her body perfectly. I, I did really end up loving, loving it, but it was very confusing. The, I think the spot of the whole thing was Charlotte Flair doing this, super athletic backflip off the top of the cage. Unheard of. Also, yeah, she's so athletic that if none of those girls were down there, she would have landed on her feet. She like that's overdid the exact, it. That's the exact thought that I had in my head was, oh my God, they didn't even have to be there and she would have just landed it? In Pretty a movie, amazing. you know how many stunt pads are underneath you to catch you from like, and you have like armor on your back just in case. She's doing this basically naked does a full moonsault off the top of the cage and landed on her feet, basically. <laughs> unreal. It was absolutely unreal. And also, like, we should just take a moment to realize how blessed us modern-day wrestling fans are. We used to think the biggest spot in history was, like, Snooka doing a splash off the top of a 10-foot cage. Or superplex. Like, yeah, but now we have even the women's division doing a backflip off the top of the cage, RKO's off the top of the cage. We have all these crazy spots, wearing a trash can, jumping off the top of the cage. We are so blessed and so lucky. Obviously, the RKO was the men's division, but you get my point. It was it's it's just been pretty amazing. The only thing I had that was interesting or that I would say is maybe don't have Charlotte Flair go for the pin after a move that big if you're going to have them kick out. She does this incredible thing off the top of the cage goes for the pin and they kick on a two i didn't like that so either just don't have her go for the pin or that's the end you know that's the win but either way it was pretty incredible shout out to all the women Shotzi looked great becky looked great did you notice the little four hostman uh thing that charlotte and becky did no i missed that they gave each other a little four horse women love they did the little pinky they did the oh that's pinky right that is what that thing means that they, that's yeah, right. that they used to do and so that's interesting. I also couldn't tell if if they're in real life liking each other or if they're in real life tolerating each other or if they're in real life hating each other. I can't really tell, and I have no insider information anymore, but it's it, I would be curious to see how that what that's like in real life. I think if you work together, then you're either past it or it was a work, right? Okay. So I think they're past it because I don't think it was a work in the in the beginning with, with the two of them. But kudos to the women, man. It, it was impossible to be the match after them. They tasked Miz and Gunther with it, and it was still a it was a good match. But it was it was hard to follow what you just saw. I mean, like Jeff said, Charlotte Flair did a backflip from fifteen feet up and landed it. When you buy a new house. You might say, shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The women were awesome, but Miz and Gunther did wrestle, and I got to admit, I thought this would be a controversial ending and that they would give them a little more time to tell a story. By the finish of this match, that story is over because he put a Boston crab basically on the Miz and tapped him out with it. And if you give up, that's, that's clearly the superior man. However, and I mentioned this at the top of the show, Hunter has been really great at the long-term storytelling and connecting stories, right? Yeah. Finding ways to make stories overlap in an organic way. And that's been very evident since he took over on creative. So instead of being nervous and worried about Miz, I'm going to look at this as long-term storytelling and this loss story-wise for the Miz could help swing him around. And maybe he starts thinking a lot of the stuff Gunther said about him was right. And he needs to get back to, you know, what made him love this business to be in a professional wrestler. And he can have this sort of baby face turn and a baby face run, not at the world championship. Cause he's not there. He's not there based on his booking, but you could put him in some cool storylines or a cool title picture thing as a baby face instead of a heel. And they could maintain his his smart-ass heel vibe, but I just think a loss like that humbles you. And if they take advantage of that opportunity, it could be a cool story. You probably didn't care about this match at all, though, did you? Outside of those sweet chops. I do like Gunther, and I think that he's doing some... He's, like, coming along nicely. I know that sounds strange, like I'm some old nah. coach, but, like, he started doing some things that I really liked. Like when uh, Miz hit him with this big chop kind of in early in the match... Gunther did this like slow sell of like look down at his peck like oh really oh you you just you just you think you can just chop me like that like like it, w- it was very like dramatic the way he did it but it was well played and and looked good on camera and then also loved the big open hand smacks on Miz's face and arms as he was guarding his face while Miz was on the ground and Gunther was over him it gave like this really dominating like Gunther is coming off as this giant, strong freak that I like. I like these big guys. Next up was Santos Escobar versus Dragon Lee. Hard to care a lot about this match because it was so fresh and new because it was supposed to be Carlito. 
and then Carlito gets hurt and it becomes Dragon Lee on the sort of passion plea pitch to his general manager. Like, you know, you got to give me the shot. Ray was my hero. He called me the future of, of Lucha. Let me, let me have this match to honor him. Okay, you got the match. Okay. And then he goes in there. But again, that was the whole buildup for the match. It, it, and I probably lengthened <laughs> it from what it originally was. That said, these two dudes can fly. And Escobar didn't even do any lucha moves for the first like seven minutes of the match. I he know. was doing straight up regular WWE and letting the other guy showcase his skills and look like a star, man. He really he helped Dragon Lee look great. And then he's like, now nah, I'm gonna show you what's up, fool. <laughs> and brought out his lucha and then uh got the big win on the match. It wasn't the best match, but again, it's really hard to care when the whole buildup for it was a promo. Had it been Carlito and Escobar, I'd spend more time talking about it because I love Carlito. I liked it. I also like that it kind of came out of nowhere. The Santos Escobar heat has kind of come out of nowhere. I like how fast. Dude, it, and the crowd was really pissed at him. It was good. Yeah, I like it a lot. And it's a, it was a it's big. It's been a fast story, and I love that it's getting the attention. It's like somebody's listening to us. This is exactly what I've been asking for. And the fact that Dragon Lee is just all of a sudden in a you know in a big pay per view match. I want more lucha wrestling, and and for like I just I love it so much. It makes me so happy. The match was fun and it was good. I was waiting. I was looking for more flippies, looking for more lucha stuff in the beginning. Yeah, it um, was it was it was left you hungry for it in the beginning, but eventually you got some. I would have liked more though too, to be honest. Yeah, but and and I love they went with a classic lucha trope, the bad guy trying to rip off the lucha mask, which I thought was right. great. All I I really liked the way the the match happened. Could have been a little quicker in the beginning, but man, it was so good. And I love the luchas are getting some some attention, which makes me happy. Yeah, man, me too. Moving on to our champion, Jeff, the champion yes. of, of wrestling with friends. That would be Miss Rhea Ripley, our lady. She, she's the world's lady as well, but she's our lady. She's our champion. And she took on Zoe Stark. They've given this a little bit of TV time to at least make you know Zoe Gives a damn about this. Had a good match to qualify for this. Not enough story yet behind Zoe for anyone to, I think, believe that she had a chance to win this match. But she hasn't been booked that way. That's not her fault. And she hasn't been written for in that sense. But she still put on a really good match. She had some good acting in there when she was like, almost like laughing at her like is that the best you got is that the oh crap no that wasn't the best you got you got more like she she yeah. took a good beating in there and got some good moves off but the right person won and the judgment day still has its champion in in Rhea Ripley the only one on the team of the judgment day that's never screwing up she's always money man always this match also is like tough to it's tough to watch for me because we know who's going to win there's just yeah. zero chance they're ever taking the strap off Rhea and if it is it's not happening soon she'd have to like her whole head would have to fall off on Thanksgiving for the, her for her to not, you know, be the champ. She's just too good. Although, we'll give a shout out to the Luna Vachon makeup and hair. She did the hair and you makeup. Sly of Luna dog. Vachon. She did. It she was totally so cool. did. So I didn't like even a, notice that until you said it. She, but isn't that great? Like for her to be yeah. like tipping the hat, not just to the older women's division and the the of the of the great '90s era, but also to pick a badass like Luna, who doesn't really get much love. They always want to talk about the Stacy Keeblers and the and the Sables, right? Which is you know it is a a part of female wrestling, yeah. 
and the hottest part. But that's also like what the most criticized part of female wrestling back then, that it was all about the boobs and the dresses and the stuff. Yeah, Luna she, was the opposite of that. And she had that great voice. She had that voice when she would talk. <laughs> so Luna was so good and so yeah. underrated. And even if she wasn't underrated, she's underrated now as far as people don't reference her enough. So I loved that Ripley did that. The match was it was it was good, but you know, there's just when there's no surprise about who's gonna win, it's harder for me to get into it, but it was still cool. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion Lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Also, Zoe Stark, strong. Didn't realize how strong she was till this match. No, she's, she's Jack, she's bro. Her body's, she's beast mode for sure. Like, she, I don't know where she came from. But she looks like she was a decathlete in college or something. And they were like, oh, you throw the javelin and jump over things? Yeah, you're a pro wrestler. Yeah. You think Dana Brooke watches Zoe Stark and is like, why couldn't I have had this? Like, why, like, why aren't you? Why didn't you give me about, this? There's something different about Zoe. And Dana never really received an opportunity. But the That's NXT feeder tube wasn't there for her the way it was zoe you know what i mean like it was yeah. it was she was on the roster and here's one chance oh you didn't make it well too bad now you're in jobber land forever yeah. whereas nxt's given these people more of a chance that when they get up they actually have a story because they've shown they can execute a, a little bit so i think she's just a victim of the, of being on the roster first the main roster that is that makes sense yeah because she's I, she had very dana brooke vibes to me like with the strength she's the more cut type. though yeah. she's more cut than dana like dana was buff but Zoe's buff and kind of shredded like Bruce Lee or Bruce Lee Roy <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Like so. she's just kind of jacked too. So I don't know, man. I like her. There's something about her that I think is cool. And as she gets more comfortable on the mic in front of a live audience, and that's nothing to dismiss, by the way, for y'all listening. Like that's 
pretty much the hardest thing that any of these wrestlers have to do there. They all know how to wrestle. It's hard to get yourself over on a microphone in a promo. It's really, yeah. really, it's really a lot hard. of variables. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, she's, she's learning, she's learning her way and they're giving her time. We still love you, Zoe. Just yep. wasn't your time. The main event, sir. Team Cody Rhodes. That's Cody Rhodes, our boy Seth Rollins, who walked out with inflatable shoulder pads this time. That was a first for me. Didn't enjoy it. I know you do it just to piss me off, but I wasn't pissed, Seth, because I knew you were going to kick ass in there. I knew you were going to be the first one in, and I knew the match was going to be awesome. So, ha, in your face once again. Next time, I hope you wear inflatable boots and shoulder pads and an inflatable hat. I don't even care. I hope you even wrestle in it and use it in your finish. Seth Rollins, uh, Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, and Sammy, everyone's favorite, Zayn. Um, and the crowd went crazy when Sammy came to the ring. Versus the Judgment Day with a lot of, with JD McDonough. Has he been accepted fully yet? Or is he like hip pocketed the way agencies mm. do to actors they don't believe in? Yeah. Not that that's ever happened to me and I'm sensitive about it. <laughs> I've definitely been there. Bro, I got hip pocketed by this agency <laughs> called Gersh when I was a young actor. And they would, I booked the first three jobs they sent me on, I friggin' booked and they wouldn't sign me. And it was, I know you did last summer. And this other agent from another agency came and she said, Hey, I'd like to rep you. And I said, Oh, I'm a Kirsch. And she was like, They don't even rep you officially. You're still hip pocketed. And I didn't even know that. I go, I am. You're like, What? And I called my, I called my agent, my sort of agent. I was like, Am I still like not signed? And she was like, Not yet, but you're getting there. I was like, I said, Screw. I didn't say screw that. I said, F that. I said, Screw that. I'm gone. And I signed with CAA the next day. I was beast out. <laughs> like, that sucks, man. From Ask me what agency I'm with. You're with Gersh. Ask me what agency I'm with. What agency are you with? I'm with Gersh. I'm with Gersh <laughs> right now. Listen, I to just that left story. them Ugh. a second time all these years later. I did. That's hilarious. All right. So well, there's our side quest for the day. Sorry, Gersh. Sorry to drag you there. It's all right. You guys will live. Okay. Anyway, the main event, and we were supposed to get Randy Orton, but we don't know. There's drama backstage, Jeff. He's not He's not returning Cody Rhodes' phone calls. Seth doesn't even think he's going to show. Seth doesn't like Cody. Cody doesn't like Seth. What's going to happen? Seth says, screw you. I'll see you out there. I don't even care. He goes out. Jey Uso's like, oh, man, I don't know if I even want Randy back because I pissed him off pretty bad before he was gone. Sami Zayn's like, yo, man, I, we, we got you, man. We trust you. I'm the good guy. I'm Sami Zayn. And Cody's like, oh, boy, what did I do here? Then we get a match. And this match was awesome. From start to finish, Jeff mentioned the not the greatest RKO of all time, but it was damn up close there for sure. The best one is the one he nailed Seth Rollins with when Seth for goes sure. to curb stomp him at at WrestleMania and he launches him even higher and I got you. Number Dangerous, two though. was the Evan Bourne one when Evan does the shooting star press off the top rope and Randy yep. caught him in midair, slammed him. This could be number three if you really want. But those well, are this is like two. such a high level of risk. Dude, it's like 20 feet in the freaking <laughs> air, bro. One thing goes wrong and this dude's in a wheelchair. Like I just couldn't yeah, believe they, they did this uh, RKO off the top of the thing. But it was So cool. we can talk about the match if you want. I just want to talk about Randy Orton. He is, at one point, he was the greatest wrestler on planet Earth. And I had been preaching this till I was blue in the face and I would debate it with anyone that, that wanted to argue. I was very excited to see him. He He's the guy that, that Im hit me with the inverted backbreaker when I was a guest host on Monday night raw and like jacked me up and I had to get like stretchered out of the arena. Cause he broke my back. Right. So I love Randy. He came out 
you guys, he looked younger than when he got hurt. He was in better shape. He had more color in his face and it wasn't spray tan, although that fool spray tans. <laughs> Every, like how do, he, he like Benjamin buttoned himself, dude. Like he legit looked 10 years younger than he did when he got hurt and came in and looked phenomenal. He had a great moment with Jey Uso where it was like, I'm going to RKO you. And Jay's like, yo, please don't. Oh, watch your back. Why? And he hit the Kung Fu super kick. And uh, saves Randy, and Randy's like, all right, you're you're good for now, but you better watch your back, you son of a bitch. And uh, they had a great moment, and they end up winning the match. Everybody hit their finishers on, like, Drew McIntyre. That's the only way to beat him is for 27 people to try to kill him. And the match ended with Cody's team victorious. And then I guess the story of the of the entire show, which will break down – on unsanctioned Thursdays, you suckers don't get it here, mm-hmm. is at the very end of the show, and I didn't even think they needed to do it because the show was so money, but it was Chicago, and all of a sudden you heard the music, and it was the cult of personality, and out came CM Punk looking healthier than he has in a while, not so mm-hmm. underweight. He looked underweight in AEW. He looked a little fuller, a little thicker. Not everyone seems happy that he's, that he's back. It the seems fans weird did. to me that he's back in Chicago. Good. But like you God, said, in that AEW, was a big pop. that's the city where he'll get love. And then you were right when he came back to AEW. You're like, watch, in other cities, it's going to be heat. And I didn't believe yep. you, and you were right. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But how did you feel about the match and the and the re-debut of, of the Straight Edge Society? I loved the match. You know, we're going to talk about all the CM Punk. I mean, it's literally taken over everything in wrestling. This CM Punk return was it's it's all every wrestling podcast and YouTube sure. channel, uh, the Twitter, everybody. Our producer hasn't slept. Alex hasn't slept since CM Punk has came back. It's just constant. Right. He hasn't slept since Saturday. Tweets just going, oh gosh, CM Punk this, CM Punk that. Four um, o'clock in the morning, he's messaging us, you guys. <laughs> he's he's a, he's a he's a flurry of emotions about it. But what I will say is that the match was so good. And when you have a great ending, like a guy coming back, like CM Punk, who's so controversial. So whatever the real shame is how nobody's talking about how good survivor series was. And I would be a little ups- If I was upset, like, you know, CM Punk or uh, Seth Rollins pretending like he's mad about CM Punk coming back and all the other guys, you know, that are actually mad that he came back. And then some people that are happy that he came back. I don't know if you saw Rhea Ripley smiling. They're good friends, but who should be really annoyed is is Randy Orton, because not everyone's talking about how good he looked and how great he did and how big the how big of a return that was. Instead, it's kind of getting, you know, it's it's stealing a lot of attention from a great Randy Orton return and a really really fun match. And like I said, a huge spot off the top of the cage. So as much as I love survive, or as much as I'm I love the drama that uh, CM Punk has returned, it did kind of overshadow a lot of great things that happened. I think so, too. Yeah, I think that's a good point, man, especially the Randy Orton element of it. I think so, too. I think Randy's old enough now that he probably doesn't care. Yeah. But it I definitely mean, it definitely took away from it. It definitely did. Shout out to Dominic Mysterio, too, for um, really putting over those moves. I don't know if I'm using that term Dude. right, but him really selling those clotheslines and the, and the slam off the ropes. That was pretty sick. Dude, he had to sell for an hour <laughs> straight. Like, it was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Everybody was beating him up. The crowd would get so excited every time anyone, even like just a random punch to the stomach, the crowd was like, yeah. 
I loved it. It was great. They hate Dominic in the best way possible. Jeff, are you performing anywhere this weekend? Are you staying local? Where are you going? This weekend, I am in Yonkers, New York at Yonkers Comedy Club. I've never been there. It's an hour north of New York City. Um, So if you're in New York or if you're in New York City, come on down to Yonkers. You are going to freeze your balls off. It's going to be so cold in New York, but I guess you're used to it. The comedian life, it's not like you take winters off. Yeah, I'm there. I was in New York on Monday and Tuesday, and it was freezing. Why don't you perform in Kona, Hawaii? Come on. See? They oh, they used to have a comedy club there. called Kona Comedy Club, actually. Let's um, go, man. I should. Yeah, let's we'll do reopen it. Let's it. That out. All right, you guys. You know where to find him. You know where to find me. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for Unsanctioned Thursdays. It'll be a, a full episode. All thanks to y'all, and I promise we'll get into the CM Punk of it and nothing but that. We'll be like every other show. And we're the only show that gave Randy love. I don't know if that's true. Anyway, on behalf of Jeff Dye, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you all tomorrow on Unsanctioned Thursdays. Peace. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.